0: In this video, I'm going to talk to you about evaluating residual income versus upfront bonuses and free equipment. This edition of the Merchant Sales Insight is sponsored by PayBright, And today I want to talk to you about something that I think a lot of agents get really confused about when they're negotiating their compensation package with a particular ISO. And that is, there are these uh, really four essential components when you're looking at a compensation package with an ISO. And so this is primarily going to be those of you that are 1099, but a lot of these concepts do flow over into the W2 world as well. But here's some of the things that I think are very interesting. Okay. So the four pillars that I like to look at are you have your residual income, and this is a combination of actually two things, your schedule, a cost and your percentage split. So for those of you that maybe are not as familiar, let's use an example here. Let's say you set up a merchant account. Let's say this merchant is doing $10,000 a month in volume, to make the math easy. And let's say that this merchant doing $10,000 a month in payment processing volume. Let's say that you have them on a flat rate 3% pricing. Again, just trying to make the math easy here. So $10,000 at 3%, the collection there is going to be $300 in total fees. Now, what are the costs going to be? Well, you're going to have your interchange and card brand costs, which are going to come in on average around 2.2%. Right? So you're charging them 3%. You got 2.2% of interchange and card brand costs that you can't do anything about. That's gonna leave you 80 basis points, right? Which in this case is gonna be $80. So we have $300 in total fees. $220 of that is going to interchange and in card brand fees out of that $10,000 uh, in volume. And then we have $80 left. Well, how much do you get out of that $80 that's left over? That's the residual component. And there are two pieces to that. One is the Schedule A cost. So, in addition to the interchange and card brand costs, the payment processor or ISO that you're working with is going to have a document called a Schedule A, and that Schedule A is going to have certain costs on it. Usually, it's going to have a what's called a BIN sponsorship fee, which is just a you know small percentage. It's a basis point uh, number, and they'll say we're going to take the first two, three, four, five basis points, um, you know, from the account. So, let's say they're going to do five basis point BIN sponsorship fee, which would be. I'm definitely on the high side, but just again, making the math easy for myself. So five basis points in this case would be $5. So now that $80 just went down to 75 right? Next, they say, well, we have a per item cost of $0.03, right? And so let's say this merchant does a $50 average ticket, so they process 200 transactions at $50 to get to $10,000, right? So um, you got these 50 transactions, well, each of those transactions is going to be having a $0.03 cent Schedule A cost, right? So how much is that going to be? Well, I believe that would be $15, right? So we have 50 transactions, remember what i saying, it's $1.50, that's a $1.50, right? So we have $1.50, so now we had $80, we have a $5 in bin sponsorship. Took it down to 75. Now we're gonna take it down another dollar fifty, right? Um, and so it keeps coming down. So now we're at 73.50. So you get my point. So you gotta look at the schedule A. Maybe they have another five dollar uh, monthly cost associated with it, which you know could be a, a monthly fee or whatever it might be. So we went from 73.50. Now we're at what is that? 60? What is that? 67.50? Um, anyway, so. We we keep coming down down the right, I think it's 6850. So we're coming down to 6850. So you can see how that schedule A impacts the margin that's left over. The other component is the percentage. So are you getting 50% of that? Are you getting 60%? Are you getting 70%? Are you getting 20%? You know, what percentage of that amount are you getting? But here's what's interesting: that is where a lot of agents focus, right? Is like the residual. Okay. But there are three other components. Number one is going to be upfront bonus money. Are you getting paid an upfront bonus. Now, this is really crucial because this is going to make a lot of sense to you, but as a general rule, if you're getting an upfront bonus, so let's say you're getting $400 upfront on each sale or $200 upfront on each sale, well, how is the processor paying for that? Well, what they're doing is they're giving you a lower residual split. All right. So you gotta kinda look at the trade-off and say, okay, I'm gonna get this upfront bonus money, and here's the residual split. And so my residual split's gonna be less if I'm getting this upfront bonus. If I'm not getting upfront bonus, my residual split maybe is gonna be a little higher. Okay, so we have upfront bonus money. Next, number three, we have free hardware. Now, this is an area where Paybright is really, really focused, and that is on providing. Free hardware to merchants because now, as merchants sign up, they need a lot more technology and and all that, and so you want to provide them with a clover, you want to provide them with a uh, you know, smart terminal, smart device, whatever it is. Um, you know, generally speaking, PayBrite is going to be in the business if it makes sense, if it's profitable, they're going to pay for this hardware and they're going to give you the free hardware. So, you got this free hardware piece as well. Now, if you're getting free hardware, you would expect that. You know, the, the processor is going to be making a little money off of the residuals, right? They want to get a return on their investment. So you got to put that into the calculation. So if you're looking at two companies, don't compare and say, well, this company gives me this amount of residual. This one gives me this amount of residual. Well, hold on. Does, does one of the, uh, does one of them provide you with upfront bonuses? Does one of them provide you with free equipment? Like you got to take that into consideration. Finally, the third one and possibly the most important actually is the level of support and service. Okay. So. If I go and say, Oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to get a 90% split with somebody. And, but you know, you are not set up to do your own customer service, your own support, any of that kind of stuff. And they don't provide any upfront bonuses or any free equipment. And you're broke. You don't have a lot of money. You just got yourself a really nasty deal. You say, well, look how high my residual split is. That doesn't matter because if your customers are not going to get support, then the merchants are going to cancel and you're going to get zero. 90% of zero is still zero. Right. So instead, you look at it and say, well, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. What am I going to be able to get here? Right. Um, I want to make sure I have great support both for myself and for my merchants. Maybe you also want some free equipment options, right? Because you don't want to be putting capital out. Maybe you don't need free. Uh, you don't need an upfront bonus. Like you're, you're okay. You can do just building the residual. So you want to maximize that, but you do still want the free equipment. You know, so that's what I'm saying. You got to think about these different things. So again, you got your residual, which is look at the schedule A and look at the residual split. Then you got your free equipment options and your upfront bonuses and those two are of course going to interact there. And you also have the support because remember it, you know it's not rocket science. You say, well, why does this company provide great support to the merchant and this one doesn't? Well, guess what? It's actually not that hard to provide good customer service. It's just expensive, right? The reason this one company provides great customer service and this one doesn't is because the one that's providing great customer service is making investments in technology and people. Right? They have somebody to answer the phone, like they're providing support, or they have great technology that's enabling them to do that. So it's very, it's not like rocket science. And you say, well, why would one company provide great support and another one not? Well, one of the main drivers of that is what is the residual split, right? Companies that provide fantastic support, they need to make some money off of the accounts. Otherwise, it's not worth them providing great support. So when you think of these deals that are paying really, really high residual splits, remember in those cases, Those companies are generally assuming that you are going to provide the support. You are going to pay for the equipment. You are going to follow up with the merchant, right? And so that's why you're getting that really high split. So you got to figure out where you're at in the evolution of your career in the payments industry and where you fit right now in terms of these different pillars and how you want to negotiate those. Now, our sponsor today, Paybrite, let me tell you where they sit in all of this. They are. Really good on support, right? High, high, high support. Every time I talk to agents that work with PayRight, they're like, oh my word. They always pick the phone up right away for myself and for my merchants. So they're really high on support, really high on free equipment. They provide free equipment on probably a higher percentage of the accounts than anybody else that I know of right now. And so they're all about providing the free equipment so that number one, you don't have to put capital out when you're signing a deal, right? But also because that way they control the process. They're able to deploy the equipment and all of that and, and maintain that support infrastructure. So they're really good in those two areas, but then the last two is they're not doing the upfront bonus money because they're looking for people that are a little more experienced in merchant services sales and or people who are getting upfront bonus on some deals, but then on some of the larger deals where they need a lot of free equipment, they go to Paybright, they board the deal with them so they can get the higher residual split, okay? Now the residual split is high, but again, they're also they have to take into account these things of service and free hardware, right? Because those are both expensive things. So Here's what I would tell you to do. Number 1. Check out PayBright. It's a sponsor. You can search for it. Um, just like it sounds. P-A-Y-B-R-I-G-H-T. So check out Paybrite. Um, and I would also really encourage you to write down on a piece of paper these four pillars. Look at the deal you have now and think about it a little bit. And the next time you're talking to an ISO or a processor negotiating compensation, understand these various different ways that you can negotiate it and negotiate the best deal for yourself, not just in terms of just the residual or just the upfront bonus, but what's going to make the most sense for you in these trade-offs of upfront bonus, free equipment, and support, and how those might impact your residual split. My name is James Shepard. This has been a Merchant Sales Insight, and it was brought to you by Paper